0: Pause to Consider, the podcast where you put your busy day on pause to consider scriptural wisdom and encouragement on your walk towards God's kingdom. Thanks for joining me. I'm Sam Taylor, here to get you thinking about the Word of God. I want you to imagine that you're hiking with friends on a trail in the middle of a hot summer's day. I want you to imagine the sweat on your skin from the intense humidity as you walk through the trail. I want you to imagine hearing the mating calls of birds and tree frogs around you, as well as the sound of ground crunching underneath your feet. Just a stone's throw away, I want you to picture a fresh babbling brook where you can rest hydrate with your fellow hikers and just as you get close to the brook you feel your shoe step on something that's decisively not ground as soon as you feel your shoe land you immediately feel a sharp puncture into your ankle followed by your veins pulsing fire into your leg you've been bitten by a venomous snake one of the deadliest in your region as you go through the agonizing pain of venom working through the wound and upwards towards your calf and your thigh, why well, you imagine the fear you would have for your life? One of your friends trying to make a makeshift tourniquet and a bandage with a first aid kit, but everybody knows that's not going to be enough. You need anti-venom to survive. And one of your friends mentioned the hospital that with the cure is just a few minutes away once you get to your car. And I want you to ask yourself. How quickly would you start looking for that anti-venom? How desperately would you fight for that one chance to save your life? And what would you let stop you from obtaining the one thing, that one simple thing to save your life? If that sounds unrealistic to you, I want you to recall how God put the Israelites in the wilderness through that exact scenario. That's found in Numbers 21 verses 4 through 9, which I'll read for you now. he would look at the bronze serpent and live. Because the people disparaged God's graciousness, God punished them with deadly serpents. It's a consistent metaphor we see from Genesis to Revelation. That serpent represents sin, and once it sinks its teeth into our flesh, death is inevitable. We've all been bitten by that serpent. And we're all bracing for the bitter poison to spread in our body until our hearts stop. The only difference between poison of sin and poison found in snakes is the poison of sin is slow acting. Yet this story in numbers is just a bit different. While some did die by poison for their pride and faithlessness, the survivors came to Moses to confess their sins before God. And God, in his mercy, provided an antidote. The brazen serpent set upon a wood pole. When a poisoned Israelite turned to the serpent, they were cured instantly. And how quickly would we look towards that if we were poisoned on that hiking trail? The image is a distinct metaphor carrying three qualities. The image was a serpent, symbolic of sin. The serpent was made of bronze, symbolic of natural thinking, like Goliath's armor, for example. And it was set upon a wood pole, a reminder of the curse placed on whatever hanged on it. Through God's providence, Israelites had a cure for venom in the wilderness. What then is our cure for sin's venom? We're given that answer by the Lord Jesus Christ himself. John 3:16 is often turned to the show the extent of God's love, yet we overlook the context in which it's given. Now let's read from John 3, verses 12, as well as verses 14 through 17 to get a bit of a better understanding. If I have told you earthly things and you do not believe, how can you believe if I tell you heavenly things? Christ goes on to say, Through his sacrifice on the cross, put sin, the serpent, and his natural thinking, the serpent made of bronze, to death on the cross, the wood pole. He was nailed to the cross and lifted above the people to declare that God had truly provided an antidote to sin which poisons us daily. While the Israelites physically turned towards the brazen serpent, we must spiritually affix our gaze towards the self-sacrificing nature of our Lord, to ward off apathy and waywardness in our lives. Yet it's not enough to just make a slow, gradual turn towards Christ, like whenever we get around to it. While God provided the antidote to those Israelites, nowhere in the numbers does it say he removed serpents. And the same goes for us. Our antidote in Christ awaits us, yet the temptation of sin remains always looking for a chance to poison our thinking. We need to look to his example as if our lives depend on it, because it does. Jesus can return any day now. Do you want today to be the day where you stumble on your walk and don't immediately seek Christ in your failure? Or will you look to the Lord and seek to be healed? Let's all reflect on Paul's words of encouragement in Titus 2 verses 11 through 14. For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation for all people, training us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passions, and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in the present age, waiting for our blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and our Savior Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all lawlessness and to purify for himself a people for his own possession who are zealous for good works. I'm grateful you spent time with me today. If you like this devotion, share it with your friends in your ecclesia. Don't forget to subscribe to Pause to Consider on Apple Podcasts or your preferred platform to get instant updates when new devotions are uploaded. You can also follow the Facebook and Instagram pages to discuss the devotion. If you have feedback, I'd love to hear it. Please send it to pause to consider podcast at gmail.com. And today I want to give a special plug for others involved in what I'd like to call podcast ministry throughout the Christadelphian community. I highly recommend checking out Good Christadelphian Talks by my dear friends Levi and Chris from California, Essential Bible Studies by Brother Tim Young in Ontario, Canada, and New Every Morning, a brand new podcast run by some wonderful sisters in Australia. Above all, I hope my devotion was helpful for you, and I pray that God continues to bless you until we meet again, whether on next week's devotion or in God's kingdom. God bless.